Welcome to the Opinions on Pickens podcast, the sports show where there are no fouls or flags, only baskets and touchdowns. Here's your host, Alyssa Butterson. What's going on, Opinions on Pickens fam? I'm your host, Alyssa Butterson, and so happy to be back here for episode 51 with you all. It has been a few weeks. We've been celebrating Thanksgiving with our families playing some Uno, you know, watching football with the family, having a good old merry time. I have your favorite with me this week, Coach G. Coach, how was your holidays? Yo, 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 it was good, it was good, it was goody. You know, had a nice little week off, you know, from uh, the hustle and bustle grind of the day. So, you know, I can't complain. I'm thankful, you know, for my fam, thankful for my friends. Thankful for my babies, thankful for my health, thankful to be alive, and most of all, thankful for you guys out there. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean, Coach Gant. I am super thankful for our Opinions on Pickens family as well, and also thankful for everyone that participated in our latest giveaway. And congratulations to our winner, Amber Fudella. She got two tickets to the South Carolina Clemson game, which I have to say, that's going to be our first topic of the day. It's a little touchy. For us Gamecock fans over here, I, for one, am sad to say this, but I am happy I did not go to that game, Coach Gant. Dude, I'm still hurting, you know, if you know anything about me. You know, I was born and bred Gamecock all my life, you know. I can remember going down on campus when they were filming the program, which is a classic movie. I can remember being in the stands as a child. Fast forward, a graduate. Fast forward, a fan. And if y'all know anything about rivalries, y'all know this is one of the longest rivalries in college football. South Carolina, Gamecocks. Gamecocks and Clemson, and the Clemson Tigers. Tigers. And it's just so much bad, bad blood that is deep-rooted. And to it's one thing to lose the game. But it's one thing to not even damn show up. Offense didn't even show up. Don't jump the gun, Coach Gant. Don't jump the gun. My bad. Now, for those of you who live in a bubble, which I know none of you do when it comes to South Carolina fans, Clemson or Gamecocks, the South Carolina Gamecocks, 30-0 to loss to Clemson Saturday night inside of our very own Williams-Brice Stadium, I think was a reminder, Coach Gant, that we still have a new coaching staff and that they still have a lot in front of them they need to accomplish. Yeah, for sure. I mean, with every new coach, you got, you know, a new regime, uh, new uh, techniques, new philosophies. And, you know, you, you kind of bring in your guys and you're still playing with the other coaches' guys per se. So, whatever, whatever. But that's what coaching is all about. And Shane Beamer, I, my hat's off to him because, I mean, we were projected to finish 3-9, and 4-8, and eight, somewhere around there. And 6-6, six and six, it's not bad. I think we could have maybe squeezed one or two more wins in there, maybe the Missouri game. And, I mean, Clemson, I, they, I mean, these guys were, they were definitely taken. But, I I think we kind of lose sight that Clemson isn't this national winning football team anymore, but we still lose sight that they're still a very good football team. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're a very good football team. And I'm not saying that the Gamecocks are not, 
But coming into this, maybe Gamecock fans did have unrealistic expectations, me being one of them. I mean, we were given 11-5. I mean, we were given a pretty good spread. I was confident on the spread. I bet on the spread. I lost on the spread. This was the first time since 1989 that the Gamecocks could not score any points against the Tigers in the Palmetto Bowl. Yeah. It's sad. It's upsetting to be at home, and you can't even put three on the board? Yeah, to get shut out at home, that's... Three? That's that's that adds injury to insult, but I mean again, this this is the same Clemson defense that didn't allow uh, offensive touchdown to the number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs right now. So if you want to look at it that way, we get it. But same time, let's talk quick X's and O's to rush the ball nineteen twenty times throughout the game. That's horrible. I think we maybe had thirteen offensive drives. And two of them were negative yards. The offensive play calling in this game was terrible. Yeah, I mean. Execution, then, even worse. When you put a quarterback in like Jalen Brown, give the guy yeah. a chance. Yeah, he's struggling. You can't keep putting a new quarterback in every time you get a little nervous. Every time things don't really go your way. But like I say, it goes, anybody knows anything about, I'm an old school football advocate. And football started with running. With running. Like, if you passed back in the day, you were laughed at. And I think coaches lose sight of, yeah, you want to you wanna be fancy. You want to, you know, look good for the crowd. You want to get cute. But you got to stick with the basics. And the basics is go to your dogs, run them, and then give the boys some chances for some play action things. But the defense, they wasn't doing any, like, when you when you're not it's not a passing threat or a run threat, you just everybody's dropping back. You dropping back eight in the eight eight in coverage, and you're rushing three, or you're rushing four and dropping seven, and you're not giving your quarterback a chance because there's nowhere to throw. Those lanes, those windows are very small, and I guess we saw why, you know, coming into the season, why Brown was was third string to be honest, and you put Nolan back in. He gives a little spark, but didn't do anything. It was already over by then. So it's just a lot of good things to look forward to coming up in the years to come. And, I mean, I'm proud of the boys, but this one hurts, man. It really does. I will say as far as the season so far, because we do still have a bowl game in front of us. Yeah, for sure. Has gone. I am optimistic for our future, and I do think that Shane Beamer did what he was supposed to do as a first-year coach. He came in, he sparked this program, and yeah. gave those boys hope. Yeah, for sure. I mean... And, and then, again, something I saw, I know I spoke to Coach about this off-air, but I would love to say it for you guys. I saw a clip of Coach Beamer, and he was speaking about his first meetings with his coaches and his seniors. And he said, look, you guys have given so much to this program, it would be unfair of me to tell you that this is a rebuilding year. He reassured his coaching staff and his seniors, look, we're here to win, and we want to get some of these big victories you guys haven't gotten before. We have never beaten Florida and Auburn in the same season. Something like that is exciting for our future. But then again, like you said, when you look at the Kentucky game, which is a game I feel like we should have won at home. Missouri. Missouri. Clemson, I'm not saying I think we should have won that game because I would be lying. I bet on Clemson. 
I did not think we, we were going to win. I did not. I'm not being a jerk. I did not yeah. think we were going to win. We got you. But I think that we could have put up a better fight. Yeah. I think our defense came out there with their head on their shoulders. And I don't think that the offense ever got on the bus from the hotel and entered the stadium. Oh, for sure. I'm a defensive guy. In defense, they have been, you know, pinning their ears back all year and trying to hold on and not break. And, you know, when when you're on the field, 80% of the game, it's tough. What can you do? What can you do? So... I mean, going forward, we need, you know, we need to go back to the basics where we would DBU, um, wide receiver you, you understand? We don't have a really, like Van has come on, come on pretty, pretty well, White. pretty strong. White is more of a running back. Um, but we need. Uh, we we need, need an offensive line that's not going to get bullied. Yeah, we need, but we also need uh, that, that go-to receiver where we can throw it up and he'll go get it. We need that. Another Brian Edwards, another Debo Samuels. Yeah, we need a Debo. We need the Edwards. I mean, we need a, a, a Sidney Rice. You understand? We we need those kind of guys. You understand? And our I will say this about South Carolina: what we have, shine. what we have to offer people, what where we shine in gaining our recruits is by encouraging them to stay home. Yeah. I know that's a big thing with us. Why, like you just mentioned, Alshon Clowney. Asia Wilson, those people decided to stay home and those people have made our programs what it is today. Yeah. And we're just, you know, kind of patiently waiting on that next person to, to say, I'm going to step up and stay home. We, we thought maybe we'd see it more with some others, but I mean, we, we I mean, we got two back to back Mr. Footballs in, in, uh, in Doty and Joyner. And I feel like we should, they weren't used properly. Yeah, I mean, it should be more game planning with those guys and, well, more joining involved. Dodie, stay out of five points, son. I done seen you. Yeah, you thought I ain't seen you. I done seen you down there running around. Stay out of there. Mr. Rudy told him that. He didn't see him at all. Yeah, Rudy did tell me that. But, yeah, stay out of there, man. Let's get to work. Let's get to work, y'all. You don't be Spurs up. But it's so true that he says that, though, because it's like, I love these kids. I want them to come out, have a great time, enjoy their time here, like, but then it's like they become these seniors and you lose these big games to Clemson and you're like, damn, I'm not getting no offers. I wish I was in there working out a little bit more instead of drinking as much as I was. Right. Stay out of cover three. Out of cup that's where they go. Man, I'm trying to tell you, Rudy said he be, he was in there. And he, he he bought the bar out for fifty dollars. No, he did not. It was dog looking night. Oh, then he probably did that. He, he probably was able to he do said that. He had fifty dollars and he bought the bar. I want one for everybody, up to fifty. <laughs> up to fifty. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, nah, Mr. Rudy tips. So he he might have said forty five, and I know he Mr. Rudy does tip. Yeah, Mr. Rudy does tip. But no, I ending notes on South Carolina. I'm always proud to be a Gamecock, even though at times I know it may not seem like it with my betting habits. Forever hmm. to thee, I am ready to get back to that. Not even get back. I'm ready to move forward and and create a new name for ourselves moving forward. I, I it doesn't even have to be the. Alshon Jeffrey, clowny era. It can be a new era who we discover who our new self is. And I hope Shane Beamer is a part of that and making it something special oh, yeah. for this these kids, this community, this city, and the state. I believe in you, Coach. You know I mean, you give you give great interviews. You give great energy. I mean, you were fired up like you were you were ripping heads off. And I was I got chills because that that's what I want to see in the coach. A guy that can, you know, dance around with the guys. But when it's time to work, he's ripping heads off. 
And kudos to you, bro. I might reach out, man. I might need a job, brother. <laughs> you know what, what I'm excited to talk about? Coach, it's been a minute. Let me just sit here and say I'm happy we're back on the mic. I'm happy we're back out here with the OP fam because I really like something's missing when we're like not out here. You know? It like it's it's different. A little bit. College football playoff rankings predictions, guys. That is where we are right now. We just had a huge weekend in college sports, mm -hmm. including Michigan trampling all over Ohio mm -hmm. State mm -hmm. and kicking them out of the top four. Oh, in my in my opinion, let me just say that in my opinion, 100%. What we saw, I mean, all I can say is Michigan fans have been overdue for that. I mean, yeah. I mean, they hadn't won in, what, 14, in a 15 decade. tries? Something, mm -hmm. something like that. I know it's been, I know it's been a while. And I mean, I, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy for Harbaugh. I'm happy for the fans out there. It was a very emotional day. Cold day. A very cold day. You know. And I those was, fans were loyal. Yeah, they were. Hey, I was actually supposed to be at that game with my buddies. You know, Marvin. Shout out to Marvin, Peter, Larry. You know, what I'm saying, what's up, y'all? I mean, Marvin's happy. It was a hundred and ten thousand people out there in the cold, and they watched the Ohio State Buckeyes get trampled. Man, Michigan, they came to play, man. Their defense, I mean, they really, really like, God, they were, I mean, they were flying around. And it was just, uh, you love the way I say flying around, don't you? you they were flying around uh, out I, there, I, weren't I always, they? I, that's what I say about Flying defense. around, they huh? Flying around. And, I mean, it was just a good quality win. And I really I thought know. that Ohio State was going to, like, make a comeback, make a comeback. And uh, Michigan never gave them a chance. They just couldn't do it in the big house this year. And it's gonna be it's gonna be a little trouble. And Ohio State, they're gonna need a little bit of help to get back into the top four. But Michigan now is number two, so they're counting the driver's seat. All they got, all y'all gotta do is get past Iowa this weekend. You get past Iowa, you guys will stay number two. You're in the driver's seat, and guess what, Harbaugh? Your job is secure. Your legacy secure. You understand? And guess what? I'm a Wolverine fan. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Let me jump in to my playoff rankings predictions for the upcoming week. I'd be crazy not to put Georgia at number one, 12 and 0. Michigan would sit there at number two. And then, even though Alabama struggled really, really hard to Auburn, they four came overtime. up with a win after four overtimes. I would have to still leave them and Nick Saban at number three. And then, of course, Cincinnati at number four. Mm, 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 mm. So, I'm a flip flop. I'm a, and of course, I'm gonna have Georgia, Michigan. I'm gonna put Cincinnati number three, and I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Bama. They're hanging on the edge. They're hanging. They can't because you know it's gonna be Bama Georgia that play each other. But I mean, they, they're gonna play each other this week. You know, for the SEC championship, and if Bama loses, they have to be out of it. Then, then, I mean, they're going to be out of it because that's going to be two losses for them for the year. And you can't keep them in with two losses, I feel like. like so, if Bama wins, then what happens? So, if Bama wins, Georgia's still going to stay regardless. Georgia's in the driver's seat, too. Georgia's not going one? Georgia, if they fall, they'll, they, they probably stay number one, to be honest. Okay. Win, win, lose, or draw. They're, they're staying number one. Then? Then, I mean, Cincinnati, you got... Really, Cincinnati's in the like twelve and 0 too. 
And I think, I think they who the uh, they have who they playing this week. Let me let me go to my stats, people. I had all I had all this pulled up. You understand? Because you know Coach G like to get right. Keep talking, AB. I'm, I'm putting up the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just giving Coach G the stare of death because he never gets right before we do our podcast. I'm always all set up. Yeah, you know, I'm know. ready to talk to the people. Yeah, keep talking. But let me say this. After Michigan's 15-point win over Ohio State, okay. the Wolverines' first win in, like I said, over a decade, yeah. the Buckeyes will fall, and they're not in the top four anymore. It's it's over for them. No, it's, I mean, you can't say it's over because they, they only fell, what, to six or seven. Five, seven. So they're still kind of scratching a little bit. But you got Cincinnati going against Houston this week. Cincinnati, don't fall because Houston's a tough team. And actually, upset alert. You understand? Do not mess this up, Cincinnati. I want to see a team that's not in one of the, like, not one of the powerhouse teams you think of all, every year. I want to see one of those guys come and get a chance. So, Cincinnati, I'm rooting for you. Please don't make me look like an idiot. Please don't. Please. I beg of you. But um, going forward, I think mm, Oklahoma State's right there. Oklahoma State, they on the edge. But you know who might, might sneak Notre in there? Notre Dame's right there. I was about to say, you took the words right out of my mouth. And guess what? Notre Dame, they don't have to play for a conference championship. So everybody can fall and they can rise up. You understand? They just waiting to see what happens, how the chips, how the domino effect comes down. But I think going into it, I think Cincinnati's going to take care of business. Uh, I don't know who's going to get that fourth spot because I don't see I don't see Alabama beating Georgia this week. If they played like they played against Auburn, they're not even going to have a chance. I don't see. I don't see. But I also cannot ever put Nick Saban out of it. I can't put Nick Saban out either, and it's tough to say. I mean, I just ah, it's going to be tough. Oklahoma State's right there. Ah, man, I'm going to be. I'm going to have a hard one on the weekend, man. Thinking about all this football action. Make sure you head over to the Opinions on Pickens Instagram and let us know your college football playoff rankings predictions for this upcoming week. Will Notre Dame be able to jump in that top four? Can Alabama beat Georgia? Tell us what you think. We really want to know. Head over to the Opinions on Pickens Instagram and drop your thoughts for us. Please drop your thoughts. As we move on, we want more power rankings. We got five more power rankings of the top four NFL, right? Top five? Top Look five at Coach NFL. today. Ooh, you know I, mean? I like when he takes over hosting. Hey, you know what I'm talking about? OOP fam, we also have this week your NFL power rankings top five. I think it's safe to say things are heating up in the NFL right now. I mean, right. you got Aaron Rodgers and the Packers flying around out there, as Coach would say. You got Tom Brady somehow coming back from the Colts. Whipping butt and taking a win. You know he puts it into overdrive in the second half of the season. You got Lamar Jackson and the Ravens sneaking in another win. They're eight and three, head of their division right now. And let's not forget Bill Belichick and these Patriots, man. They are eight and four and they've moved to the top of the AFC East with their five game winning streak. Now comes a tough one with the Titans or is it? Because the Titans have been having a few issues here in the past few weeks. Coach G, tell me your thoughts and give us your top five power rankings. Okay. All right. Starting with number one. Uh, 
I feel like nobody wants to like really take over the reins and dominate. But if you're going to talk about it, you know, I think Arizona, you know, because they've been getting it done without Colin Murray. They was getting it done, you understand, without Hopkins. And I think that, I mean, that really shows the perseverance of a team. I mean, they had a few injuries, some COVID issues, and to still win and be, I guess they're like nine and two at the time right now, coming off the bye. Um, I have them at number one. Number two, as much as I hate to say it, Green Bay has got, they've been getting it done. They, they've had a few boring games, um, going into the week. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers, he, 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 he trout, he trounced on the Rams yesterday. And even with the Rams shiny new toys, the Von Millers, you understand the, the Odell Beckhams, you know, the Staffords, like they, they still, they might not, they might not even make the playoffs. You understand? Because that division is tough as shit. Like you got, you got the 49ers playing tough. You understand? I hate to say it. Seattle's done for the year, but you still got Kyla. Hell, the Giants won game out of the play, like the playoffs. If you, I got to talk about the Giants. You understand? Shout out to my boys. Coach, have you finished your top five ranking yet? Or no, 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 my bad. You know, you, you know, what, you know this, I go, you know I go right there? Rant. So, you know, I got Green Bay number two. Number three. Boy, it's tough. Ah, that win yesterday. Against the Colts was very was very, it was very impressive, very impressive, because up until that point, them boys is getting whooped, especially from Leonard Fournette, yeah, I mean, who Fournette absolutely the game. killed me yeah. in my fantasy because oh, I yeah. was playing against him with the fifty yeah. points. Yeah, he had four touchdowns yesterday. He balled all, Lord Jesus, he balled all the way out. People and, say Tom Brady won't let people run the ball. I mean, he single handedly won the game yesterday. I understand. It, so. I like that. I like what the defense is trying to do. And I'm not even going to give Tom credit because he really didn't play that no, well. Tom didn't do nothing yesterday. It was it was the Fournette show. You dig it? I mean, Gronk had a pretty good game, too, his first game back. Um, number four, hey, if you if you have three turnovers, I think Lamar threw three or four interceptions yesterday. And to still win the game, I got I got I got to, I think I got to put I got to put the Ravens number four. You wildin'. I got to put the Ravens number four because you know, Cleveland, I mean, they was trying to come back. But Lamar, Lamar held them off. He was elusive. Him and him, that great man, that bad tight end they got, Mr. Andrews. They just, they like, it connect like Diggs and, and, uh, and Josh, uh, Allen? Josh Allen. Josh Allen and Diggs, you understand? <laughs> I, had, I had them boys in my power ranking. But now, nah, guess, who, guess who's creeping up? Guess who I got number five? Guess who I got number five? If you say. Guess who I got number if five? If you say the Bengals, is that what you're going to say? Or you the Cowboys. Come on, man. Don't don't <laughs> don't 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 disrespect Coach G like that. But the Bengals, then they beat down the Steelers yesterday. They really did. So there'd be an honorable mention. But my number five right now, KC, baby. KC is charging up. Don't sleep on KC. Cause they've gotten quality wins. One being against my number two team ranked against the uh the Green Bay Packers. They like that that was a quality win. They had a bye week this week. They had a bye week this week, of course. Yes. So come out the bye week, they always win. You understand? So now well, they're playing the Broncos, so we'll see. Oh man, I love the Broncos too, and that's a big division. That's a great battle. But I I got KC number five right there, and then on the edge, scratching a little bit, we got the Bengals because Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Mixon, 
You understand? And that defense made Big Ben look like old clock Big Ben. You know, Big Ben, go home, man. I heard some people calling for him to shut it down. Please shut Sit it, down. it down. Big Ben. Go somewhere. The Big Ben don't like Big Ben. That's that's in in, in London. Because you're falling down. Big Ben, time's up. You understand? Time's up. We see it. I put you on my fantasy team. Like, okay, he's gonna have a I think he's gonna have a big game in the division. Nah, homie, you got me eight points, two turnovers, three turnovers. You threw for one measly touchdown. But the game was already out of reach by then. Steelers, nation, you're done. That's my top five. <laughs> you're done. You're <laughs> done, son. All right, let's jump into AB's top five NFL power rankings. Sitting up there at that number one spot for me, I'm going to have to say it, Green Bay and that bad man Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it, right now, nine and three. On the surface, it really doesn't look like much, but Aaron Rodgers has really led this team. Yeah. Going into number two, you are right about the Cardinals. Even without Kyler Murray, they have come together and found ways to win. Hopkins is doing great things, and the Arizona defense is stepping up for them as oh, well. They're playing, they're playing tough. As far as number three goes, this one's a little tough for me, Coach, because you know how I feel about Tom Brady, but even with him pulling out the win this week, it still did not do it for me. But you know who did pull out a big win? Mac Jones, Bill Belichick, hmm. another big win. That's Five not... wins in a row to be specific. They're scratching, they're scratching. Number three has to be the New England Patriots. Yeah. I think that we could see them at the Super Bowl. It could be possible. Rolling into number four, again, it wasn't pretty, didn't like it, but Tom Brady and the Buccaneers did get a win against the Colts. It was a close one. And without Leonard Fournette, they would have been 3-45 to 45 because that was a rough game for them. Yeah. But they're still high in my power rankings as it is the second end of the season, second part. And Tom Brady usually pulls out things we don't even know about during this time. <laughs> Which brings me to five. This one's pretty tough for me, to be honest, because I do like what Casey's doing right now. I do love Pat Mahomes. And they are a close six for me, but it has to be Lamar and the Ravens. Mm. I mean, the, what they're doing over there is special right now. Mm. And this team looks like a unit. <clears throat> I mean, Lamar is making Patrick Mahomes throws when a few years ago we were talking about can Lamar Jackson even throw the ball? Yeah, that's true. And I, he's leading this team. They're eight and three right now. Yeah, eight and three in a, t in a tough division. Um, and they, I mean, they got a ton of injuries. I mean, they're down to their third string running back. I mean, it's it's just crazy to see that Lamar has single-handedly put this team on his back. And the defense, I mean, they're locked and loaded, and they're 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 top top five in the league. So that's um, I mean, I I, I, I mean, I like your list. You like my list? I think your list is pretty. I do like what you have decent. to say about the Bengals, though. I do like what they're doing. I think Cincinnati has something special <clears throat> going over there. I and think so. Joe Burrow last year, obviously, he got hurt, wasn't as involved, and he's been a true asset to this team. Yeah, I, lo I love I love Burrow, babe. And man. it sucks that we really haven't even been able to put much light on the Bills because they have had a – I, I can't even call it a – I don't know what it is. I mean, you have big wins, and then you lose to the Jets. I mean, right. I don't know what to really call that. Yeah, I mean you, – you And the Jaguars, too. Didn't they lose to the Jaguars? Yeah, you, you beat the Chiefs, then you lose to the Jets and the Jaguars. 
Yeah, so Josh Allen, y'all, I love y'all down there, up there. I'm sorry, but y'all got to pull something together right now. And the Jets actually took a win this week. They did. Against the Jaguars, right? I mean, mean, shoot. Heck yeah. Somebody got to win the game. Somebody's got to win any given Sunday, right? You know what I mean? Well, guys, once again, love doing this with you. Every single week, Wednesdays, is when we get to have our time together. And Coach G, thanks for being here with us today. You know, we always appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate y'all, man. Coach G, baby, check me out on OOP every week. You know, you can hit me up on the on the gram or whatever. You can find me through the OOP. And, uh, you know, keep it light. Keep it safe. You know, enjoy your holiday. Don't do nothing crazy. Cam, I'm sorry you got benched yesterday. But you are back, aren't you? Maybe you're not. <laughs> Happy holidays and our ah. best wishes to everybody. And until next time, keep winning. Peace. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Opinions on Pickens. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep winning.